Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 6th of February 2024 and to be honest guys, there is not much going on so far as the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is concerned but Solana has suffered a massive major outage so we'll definitely go ahead and discuss this. Now look guys, me personally, I'm not a fan of Solana and the founder of Solana at one point of time did actually state that in order for Bitcoin to be relevant, Bitcoin needs to do something and ever since he made that statement, Solana has had several outages and this one, to be honest, might be the 11th one where the network has suffered and blocks have been stopped being produced. So definitely unfortunate news and I'll definitely go and discuss what is going on in that news. And guys, listen, in the world of Bitcoin, we also have fake Toshi, also called as Craig White. And he's been accused of fraudery and there is an ongoing case in UK. So we'll definitely go ahead and touch base on that. Now, it's really important to note, guys, that there's something called as Copa. And they have gone ahead and filed a lawsuit against Dr. Craig White. And Copa guys is backed by some real heavy duty giants. That is the founder of Jack Dorsey, Coinbase and even MicroStrategy. So I'll definitely go ahead and touch base what this news is all about. And look guys, whether we like it or not, it is better for Satoshi Nakamoto to remain anonymous, isn't it? So I'll definitely go ahead and touch base on some interesting news. Now regarding Ethereum guys, we do have some really positive news. And Ethereum name service, they have actually merged with GoDaddy. So what is going to happen now is, let's say if you have a domain name that is www.blockchaindxp.com using GoDaddy, you can connect your Ethereum wallet. So, and let's say if you want to go out and send some funds, you can just tap in blockchaindxp.com and the funds will automatically be transferred. This to be honest guys is an absolute game changer and me personally have gone ahead and tried it and to set it up guys took literally less than 30 seconds. So definitely brilliant move to be honest. And finally guys, we're going to be discussing some interesting news and that is to do with Open Exchange, also called as OPNX. And look guys, the notorious founders that is Carl Davis and Suzu were the ones behind them. And I very specifically remember last year, Dubai Zwara, that is Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority, had heavily fined them and they did not give them permission to go ahead and launch the exchange in Dubai and they decided to go ahead and stop it. Now this news guys is that OPNX Exchange has decided to shut it down but they are going to reopen with a mysterious new investor. So it looks like these notorious characters are doing something crazy once again, isn't it? Now me personally, I would want to stay away from OPNX Exchange. So I'll definitely go ahead and touch base on that news. And guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee at 8 podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now the first news guys has to do with Metaverse and Niceberg Cyber Labs. They plan to make Metaverse in UAE great again. And they have created Burj Khalifa and DIFC in the Metaverse. So I'll definitely go ahead and explore that news. Now look guys, when it comes to Metaverse, it's really important to understand that switching existing systems onto Metaverse will just not cut it. It is a recipe for disaster. Until and unless the new user experience in the Metaverse is 10 times better than what you're experiencing, I don't think any Metaverse platform will be a success. So I really am hoping that the creation of Burj Khalifa and DIFC in the Metaverse offers a 10x better user experience than what you're currently experiencing or else it'll just not cut it. So I'll definitely go ahead and explore that news. And guys, the second news has to do with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Now look guys, since the last year or so, I've been covering news about Saudi Arabia pretty much every single day, isn't it? And this news guys is not a surprise as there is an article which is published that Saudi Arabia is in prime position to be a global leader in artificial intelligence regulation. So I'll definitely go ahead and discuss this news. So quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, 
the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto & Coffee Tate has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXP journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced Media Cars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DGI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact, guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three P's. That is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing and hosting training workshops, seminars and community events that educate, inform and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing. If you do want to support this channel, go to the website that is www.amt.tv 
and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gulf Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, as you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now the global cryptocurrency market guys is at $1.65 trillion and since the last 24 hours, it is down by 0.29%. Now look guys, fortunately the news regarding Solana going down has not impacted the global cryptocurrency market by a massive margin. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the developers in Solana goes ahead and fix the outage. Now so far as the total cryptocurrency market volume is concerned, it is still ridiculously low to be honest and it is only at $42.57 billion and since the last 24 hours, it is up by 12.56%. If you look at the volume in DeFi guys, it is not looking good either. It is still below the $4 billion mark, it is at $3.94 billion and DeFi is accounting for 9.25% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume and guys if you look at the total value locked across all DeFi protocols it is only at 59.81 billion dollars now just to remind you guys the total value locked on january 2020-22 was at 240 billion dollars that was the total value locked across all DeFi protocols so from 240 billion dollars it is down to only 59.81 billion dollars 
as of 6th of February 2024, and Lido still dominating Sofastro del Valle locked is concerned at $22.25 billion, and decentralized to centralized exchange dominance, guys, is only at 12.49%. Now, listen, guys, look at these numbers either on Wednesdays or Tuesdays. For some odd reason, there is a massive spike on Wednesdays and Thursdays. A massive anomaly, isn't it? And along with the spike in decentralized to centralized exchange, the volume in decentralized exchange goes up as well. Now, clearly, there's a very strong correlation to that, but I don't understand why decentralized exchange volume picks up pace, specifically on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Now, so far as the 24-hour volume of decentralized exchange is concerned, Uniswap's volume is at $697.63 million, Pancakeswap is at number second with $357.4 million, Orca Gas is at number third at $268.81 million, and guys, if I'm not mistaken, last week Orca's volume had almost doubled, right? So I'm really curious to check what did actually take place in Orca last week. Now, Radium Gas is at number fourth, and its volume is $204.84 million. Core Finance Gas is at number fifth, and its volume is $171.43 million. Now, guys, let's quickly run through the volume of stable coins, because to be honest, guys, the numbers are not looking good at all. And stable coins, guys, as of today, 6th of February, is accounting for a staggering 91.98% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume and so far as the volume is concerned it is below the 40 billion dollar mark at 39.16 billion dollars and out of this 39.16 billion dollar guys tether usdt is accounting for 30.16 billion dollars followed by circle usdc at 4.27 billion dollars and finally true usd at 72.8 million dollars now let me very quickly run through the market cap 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum and to be honest guys these numbers are relatively consistent for almost 3 to 4 days now including the weekend as well. Now as of today Bitcoin's market cap is $838 billion whereas Ethereum is at $279 billion. The 24 hour trading volume hasn't improved much either. Bitcoin is $18.1 billion whereas Ethereum is $7.7 billion. If you look at the dominance guys of Bitcoin since the last few days it is definitely on an incline and it is at 51.20% whereas Ethereum is at 17.01%. Now guys, in today's episode, what I'm going to be looking at is the top decentralized apps that are currently working on Binance BNB chain. And guys, listen, I'm going to be looking at two matrix. The first one is the fiat value of incoming token transfers from unique active wallets to decentralized app smart contract over a period of time. And as I mentioned earlier, guys, I'm looking at these numbers via dapradar.com. And when they mention over a period of time, I really am hoping it is 24 hours because the numbers would be absolutely scary if it is, let's say, for a 7-day period or even longer. And then, guys, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be comparing it with the number of unique active wallets interacting or performing transactions with decentralized app smart contract over a period of time. And that would give us an idea how many smart contracts exist in the top decentralized apps. So let me go ahead and quickly run through the top 5 decentralized apps that are currently working on Binance BNB chain. And it's no surprise guys, the number one and number second is exchanges. The first one is Pancakesoft version 3. In terms of dollar amount, it is $170.91 million. In terms of unique active wallet interactions guys, it is 55,340. The second one is Pancakesoft version 2. In terms of dollar amount, it is at $104.18 million. In terms of wallet interactions, it is at 47,590. Now listen guys, I did look at these numbers roughly around 6 months ago, so I need to go ahead and double check, because if I'm not mistaken, the number 6 months ago was definitely much higher than what it is. 
I could be wrong though, but let me go ahead and double check. What I'd also recommend you guys to do is look at the decentralized apps, the top 5 of Binance BNB chain and just have a look at it with the past 6 months. To be honest guys, I wouldn't be surprised. If the numbers have actually gone down by well over 5 times, I could be miserably wrong as well though. So please feel free to go ahead and double check it in dapradar.com. Now the third one is Helio Protocol. In terms of dollar amount, it is $41.71 million. In terms of wallet interactions, it is 442. Now listen guys, this 442 does not mean that there are 442 people using these smart contracts. Rather what it means is there are 442 smart contracts. And in the smart contracts, there might be hundreds if not thousands of people using the smart contract. The fourth one causes Venus Protocol. In terms of dollar amount, it is $29.58 million. In terms of wallet interactions, it is 590. And the fifth one, guys, is Dodo. In terms of dollar amount, it is $15.14 million. In terms of wallet interactions, it is 345. Now look, guys, since the last six months, Dodo has not been in the top five decentralized exchanges because I very specifically remember in the first 6 months of 2023, pretty much every day I used to read out the numbers for Dodo when I used to look at the numbers for decentralized exchanges and I'm talking about the top 5 decentralized exchange. So definitely worth looking into what is going on so far as decentralized apps are concerned, particularly for Binance BNB chain. Now guys, in today's episode, before we look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to give us some very basic level information on what tokenization is because yesterday guys someone did go ahead and ask me questions regarding tokenization and I'm noticing via LinkedIn and even via general media there's a lot of news regarding tokenization and that is only because of Larry Fink making a 30 second statement about the future of tokenization isn't it so what I'm going to be doing guys in today's episode I'll give out a very basic level explanation on what tokenization is and what I will do is I'll go ahead and release a standalone episode explaining what tokenization is what are the legal consequences, what are the future, what are the limitations and quite a lot of other. But in this episode, let me go ahead and give out some basic level information on tokenization. And I'm going to be talking about, let's say, asset representation, blockchain technology, the possibility of fractional ownership, transferability and accessibility, and also where smart contracts fit in. So, so far as asset representation is concerned, tokenization guys involves taking of physical or digital assets and representing it as a digital token on blockchain and this process typically requires a trusted entity to verify the asset's existence, ownership and relevant details. Now real world assets that can be tokenized include real world properties, fine art, company shares, commodities like gold or even intellectual property rights and it's so important to understand guys that each token represents a portion of the underlying asset and the ownership of these tokens is recorded on a blockchain ledger but it's really important to note guys it would make sense only if it is recorded on an open blockchain but let's say if it is done on a centralized blockchain or permission blockchain to be honest guys it makes sense to just go ahead and use a simple software isn't it and this goes back to the basic of why bitcoin was created bitcoin was created as a movement to a separation of money in the state and by definition guys bitcoin is a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system isn't it and one of the biggest innovation of satoshi nakamoto was he solved the double spending problem and when you talk about centralized blockchain or permission blockchain, there is 100 possibility of double spending. So as long as we understand that, we can then go ahead and work on tokenization. Now, so far as blockchain technology is concerned, it's really important to understand guys that blockchain technology serves as the underlying infrastructure for tokenization, providing a secure and transparent platform for creating, managing and transferring digital assets. And blockchain network guys, as we know, utilizes cryptographic techniques 
to ensure the integrity and security of transactions, making it extremely difficult and next to impossible to tamper or alter any records and by leveraging blockchain technology. Tokenization offers the benefits of decentralization, immutability, that is the records cannot be changed at all, transparency and traceability of asset ownership, but so far as fractional ownership is concerned, this is the unique area where tokenization kicks in, because tokenization cards enables fractional ownership of assets, allowing them to be divided into smaller units that can be owned and traded independently, and fractional ownership opens up investment opportunities to a broader range of investors who may not have the means to purchase entire assets outright, and cause this fractionalization increases liquidity in traditional liquidity markets, as tokens representing fractions of assets can be easily bought, sold and traded on secondary markets, and cause so far transferability and accessibility is concerned, digital tokens are highly transferable, and they can be exchanged peer-to-peer -peer or through traded platforms globally, and transactions guys occur directly between participants without the need for intermediaries like bank or brokers, thereby reducing cost and processing times, so so far as accessibility is concerned guys, it is definitely an asset investors can access markets 24 by 7 from anywhere in the world, provided they have an internet connection and a compatible digital wallet. Now listen guys, what separates Ethereum from Bitcoin is the smart contract functionality, isn't it? And smart contracts, as we know, are self-executing smart contracts with the terms of agreement written in code and they automate processes and enforce redefined rules without the need for intermediaries and in tokenization guys smart contracts facilitate various functions such as token issuance, distribution, compliance as well that is enforcing regulatory requirements and the execution of asset related activities that is let's say dividends for tokenized shares as well and guys smart contracts enhances efficiency reducing counterparty risks and ensures trust in transactions by eliminating the need for manual intervention so these are some of the areas of tokenization, but look guys, I'm going to be releasing a standalone episode and I'll try to make it at least for an hour, going ahead and sharing more information regarding tokenization, but in a nutshell guys, combining these elements of let's say asset representation, blockchain technology, fraction ownership, transferability and accessibility in smart contracts, tokenization transforms the way assets are owned, managed and traded and thereby offering benefits such as increased liquidity, accessibility and efficiency in financial markets and way beyond. Those are my thoughts on tokenization guys. Now guys, let's look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin. Cause not much is going on guys so far as the price of Bitcoin is concerned. It is at $42,772. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 0.76%. And since the last 7 days, it is down by 1.59%. Now thankfully guys, Solana blockchain outage has not impacted the price of Bitcoin in a negative way. That is definitely positive news, isn't it? But imagine guys, if Bitcoin were to have an outage, not that it hasn't in the past, it has definitely been down for more than 6 hours. I'm pretty much sure other cryptocurrencies such as Ethereum or even Solano would have definitely taken a hit, isn't it? Now so far as Ethereum is concerned, it is at $2,325. Since the last 24 hours, it is up by 0.07%. Since the last 7 days, it is slightly up by 0.48%. Binance BNB Corn Gas is at $301 and since the last 24 hours it is down by 0.76% and since the last 7 days it is down by 2.97%. Now look guys, the massive news that is circulating in the cryptocurrency world and that has to do with Solana blockchain. Now I very specifically remember guys, Anatoly Yakovenko roughly around a year or year and a half ago did actually state in an interview, I believe it was with CNBC, that in order for Bitcoin to stay relevant, 
it needs to do something different and get updated with current existing systems. Now, ever since he said that, Solana blockchain has been facing so many downtimes. I remember roughly around a year ago, it did actually go down by well over 16 hours. That is, no blocks were being produced, and that was mostly to do with a DDoS attack. And right now, once again, guys, 6th of February, the news is that the Solana blockchain is down. And if you go to the link that is in the show notes below, it does actually give you the status of Solana blockchain. And what it actually states is that engineers from across the ecosystem are investigating an outage on the mainnet beta. So what happened, guys, is that the Solana network experienced a major outage on 6th of February at 10.22 UTC, that is universal time coordinated, and engineers from across the ecosystem are investigating an outage on mainnet beta. And at that point of time, guys, the Solana blockchain did not produce block for over 25 minutes, which, guys, is considerably long, let's say, than Bitcoin, because Solana has a block production time of 400 milliseconds, so 25 minutes in comparison to 400 milliseconds is absolutely humongous, isn't it? Bitcoin blocks are produced roughly around 10 to 11 minutes or so, so definitely not looking good for Solana. And the process of Solana or Solana has definitely gone down since the last few hours. And listen, guys, it's really important to note that this outage marks the 11th occurrence within just the last two years. So let's hope the developers go out and fix the Solana blockchain and the founder does not talk shit about Bitcoin, isn't it? Now, guys, let's discuss some news regarding Dr. Craig White, and he is accused of industry scale fraudries on first year COPA trial in the UK. And COPA guys stands for Crypto Open Patent Alliance. And COPA guys is challenging Wright's claim to be Bitcoin's creator, that is Satoshi Nakamoto, and they are accusing him of forging documents on an industrial scale. And Craig Wise counsel guys argues that COPA cannot provide direct evidence against his claim. And the trial involves heated exchanges, and the presiding judge has allowed new evidence from Craig White and pending review and cross examination by COPA. And COPA guys hopes for an injunction to prevent further legal challenges from Wright. Now, look, guys, from a legal point of view, there are two ways of looking at it. Now, really, I'm not sure if I'm 100% right on this, but let's say if Craig White says that he's Satoshi Nakamoto in UK, it depends on the other party to go ahead and prove that he is not Satoshi Nakamoto. But Craig Ward is originally from Australia, and in Australia, the onus is on him to go ahead and prove that he is Craig White. So look, as in UK, pretty much anyone can go ahead and state that they are Satoshi Nakamoto, and the onus does not depend on yourself to go ahead and prove that you are Satoshi Nakamoto by signing into private key. But the challenging party has to go ahead and prove why he is not Satoshi Nakamoto. Now, it's really important to note, guys, Copa, that his crypto open patent alliance is backed by Twitter's founder Jack Dorsey and several high-profile industry players like Coinbase and MicroStrategy. Now, here's the interesting bit, guys, regarding day one of the trial. Lord Anthony Gardner said that Copa has been unable to point to any direct evidence that Dr. Craig Watt is not Satoshi Nakamoto, and he also claimed that no one else has come forward as Satoshi Nakamoto, which he argues could suggest that Dr. Craig Watt is likely the candidate of Satoshi Nakamoto. Absolutely crazy world, isn't it? Now, irrespective of whether he's Satoshi Nakamoto or not, it does not make any difference. And there is a podcast guys, called as Patoshi, where he actually goes and investigates Satoshi Nakamoto's initial stages of when Bitcoin was created, so definitely worth looking into. Now, guys, let's discuss a very positive development in the world of so-called Web 3.0. And this, to be honest, guys, is an absolutely positive news. And if you want my honest opinion, guys, this just might be the very first news I truly think where Web 3.0 is actually merging with Web 2.0 and the partnership is regarding Ethereum named Services or ENS and they are collaborating with GoDaddy to simplify the integration 
of DNS domains into the DNS system and GoDaddy cars as we know is the world's largest domain register and they are committed to enhancing its services by incorporating web3 capabilities for its vast customers and me personally cars the www.blockchaindxp.com is actually purchased by GoDaddy and I literally went ahead and connected my Ethereum wallet to the DNS system that is provided by GoDaddy and it literally took less than 10 seconds to do that absolutely brilliant case so GoDaddy guys has added a new section within the domain management interface where customers can easily associate an Ethereum address with their domain names allowing for seamless integration with hundreds of applications across the Web3 ecosystem you guys should definitely check it out and get it fixed as well because it takes less than 10 seconds to be honest and the experience guys was absolutely spot on so what's going to happen next is guys me rather than giving my long Ethereum address I can just give them my domain name that is blockchaindxp.com and I can go ahead and receive the funds and listen guys if you're one of the listeners who wants to go ahead and donate Ethereum try doing that and go ahead and send across Ethereum to blockchaindxp now guys let's discuss some mysterious news and this again has to do with notorious characters that is Carl Davis and Suzu who are the founders of Three Arrows Capital that went completely belly up during the collapse of Terra Luna and FTX isn't it and the news essentially is that OpenX Exchange that is OPNX which is founded by Kyle Davis and Suzu is set to cease operations on February 14th according to an email sent to users on 1st of Feb and trading on the platform will stop on 7th of February with withdrawals remaining open until the closure date. Now here's the interesting bit guys, a new exchange named OKX Fun seems to have emerged as a potential replacement for OPNX and OKX.Fun utilizes OPNX's native token that is OX for derivatives trading but at this point of time guys what makes it really mysterious is because it lacks clear information on its operators and their connection to OPNX despite being promoted in the official OPNX telegram channel really notorious activity in my opinion to be honest now if you do want to read through the official link it is in the show notes below and the article is actually published by a coin telegraph so those were the news and drama guys on the cryptocurrency and blockchain world now let's look at two news from the UAE and the middle east and the first news guys has to do with metaverse and that is Iceberg Cyber Lab which is part of Iceberg Financial achieves a breakthrough in the metaverse by creating digital replicas of Burj Khalifa and DIFC so let me go ahead and explore this news in more detail because they have aligned with UAE Garments Digital Vision showcasing Iceberg's commitment to Web3 innovation and they are combining investment consultancy and financial technology expertise for the digital twin of Dubai now the virtual Burj Khalifa guys symbolizes architectural excellence innovation and grandeur and they are creating an immersive digital experience mirroring Dubai's dynamism and the metaverse Burj Khalifa guys sets a new standard for virtual architecture globally and Iceberg Cyber Lab contributes to the digital DIFC serving as a virtual hub for international investors and they offer unique financial services and opportunities in the metaverse and Iceberg Financial guys pioneers web3 transformation in the traditional financial sector and they integrate blockchain cryptocurrency and web3 innovation for a decent large and efficient financial ecosystem and iceberg cyber labs involvement underscores the dedication to innovation in a rapidly evolving digital world and the metaverse landscape guys showcases iceberg's commitment to merging architecture with digital technology and iceberg's expertise guys in tokenization securitization and industry knowledge solidifies its role in dubai's digital transformation and they are definitely playing a crucial role in contributing to Dubai's aim to become a leading digital economy isn't it and Niceberg's commitment to Web3 cars is a strategic move in the financial technology and investment consultancy and innovative thinking and technological expertise 
contribute to a grand national vision in the digital realm. An iceberg financial guys drives progress and prosperity in the UAE and beyond as Dubai evolves in the metaverse. An iceberg cyber lab leads the charge in the new age of Web3 finance, shaping Dubai's digital future. So definitely a really interesting news guys, but listen, it's so critical to understand that the user experience using let's say the virtual reality headset or even Apple's Vision Pro should offer 10x better user experience. Just having let's say a Burj Khalifa or Atlantis in the metaverse will not cut it. So what I'm going to be doing guys is I'm going to go ahead and drop the founders an email and let's see if I can get them on my podcast. Now guys let's discuss second news and this is to do with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And the news guys to be honest is not surprising at all. It is stating that Saudi Arabia is in prime position to become a global leader in artificial intelligence regulation. So let me go ahead and share what this news is all about. For Saudi Arabia is supposed to lead in global AI regulations and the technology futurist that is Ian Khan has shared his thoughts in ArabNews.com and Ian Khan guys highlights Saudi Arabia's proactive role in setting AI standards and initiating global discussion and the Saudi Authority for Data and Artificial Intelligence has experienced significant growth leading AI development in the country and he's also emphasized the transformative impact of artificial intelligence on jobs stating that the industry in Saudi Arabia will benefit from AI development and Saudi Arabia's smart project guys like Neom and the line are driven by artificial intelligence showcasing its integration into daily life. Listen guys you definitely need to go to Google and YouTube and look at Neom and the line and the kingdom guys position to lead AI regulations globally focusing on frameworks and discussion for responsible AI use. And guys what the article also states is that collaboration with the UAE may play a crucial role in shaping AI regulations in the Middle East and Ian Khan guys knows that the US lacks in artificial intelligence implementation and dissipating regulatory challenges 100% agree to it and roughly around 3 months ago Biden did put out some kind of article restricting businesses to build an artificial intelligence. Now listen guys I wouldn't be surprised if Saudi Arabia let's say in a decade's time or so turns out to be the leader in the artificial intelligence space and what the article also states guys that despite global AI growth Saudi Arabia's curiosity and investments in AI technologies have surged and the kingdom also plans for electric vehicles, autonomous transportation and electric vehicle charging infrastructure are driven by artificial intelligence and look how Saudi Arabia aims to establish regulations, guardrails and safety mechanisms for AI technologies and organization and sectors in Saudi Arabia including energy and manufacturing, invest in sustainability and talent growth. I 100% agree to most of the things in the article to be honest. In guys, the convergence of technology, sustainability and investment in innovative technologies has definitely propelled the growth in the technology sector, isn't it? And Saudi Arabia because is aiming to position itself as a global player in the economy, finance, climate change and alternative energy as well. And Ian Khan guys commends the future investment initiatives for its role in showcasing global thought leadership in major announcements and guys their strong prediction that suggests Saudi Arabia may have an AI regulatory framework in place within just one to two years and by 2030 guys, AI is expected to drive the job market in Saudi Arabia, creating demand for artificial intelligence skills and Ian Khan guys envisions global AI regulations and policies by 2040, shaping a future where artificial intelligence enhances quality of life and automates various aspects of the world. So definitely positive news. Now look guys, I've said this thing so many times, I wouldn't be surprised if Saudi Arabia right now as well is a leader in artificial intelligence. And unlike Trepicasi and blockchain protocols, the use case of artificial intelligence is definitely there and it is definitely making life so much easier, isn't it? And the Saudi Authority for Data on Artificial Intelligence 
is definitely taking so much initiatives. So it's going to be really interesting to see how Saudi Arabia stands, not just in the Middle East, probably in the entire world. So those were the news guys from Krypton Coffee Dates on Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. I have a question by Ryan who asks, what is a good area of business in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space? Now this answer, Ryan, depends on the hype that is going on in the cryptocurrency world. But generally speaking, I do have to say that creating wallet-to-wallet integration is definitely one of the topmost areas and when you talk about let's say creating wallet as long as you create a non-custodial wallet that is definitely a great area to create a new business in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space now so far as non-custodial is concerned it's really important to know that users have 100% control over their private keys because look when you talk about cryptocurrencies one of the biggest challenges is the user experience in wallet areas isn't it so creating a wallet or even cryptocurrency exchanges are definitely some of the key top areas. Centralized exchanges, whether we like it or not, is definitely one of the biggest marketplace, not just in the cryptocurrency space, but also let's say if you want to integrate it with Web 2.0, apart from that, let's say tokenization, there will definitely be a massive hype on tokenization. So Ryan, what I can think of is let's say building a platform for issuers to go ahead and issue security token offerings. That is definitely a massive area, but it has to be done at a massive, large and massive scale. And you may want to merge it, let's say, with lawyers and understand the key technical or legal requirements of what is it that is a security and get the legalities into detail to get it in place. That is definitely an area. Another massive area that I can think of is, is educating people on tokenization because the hype of tokenization is slowly building in. So creating an academy, not necessarily to do with the investment side, but just focusing on the educational aspect on tokenization of blockchain technology, that is definitely an area. Now, I also focus on metaverse. So let's say if you want to build apps that are connected to, let's say, central bank digital currency in the metaverse. Now, mind you, this has nothing to do with cryptocurrency or blockchain as such, but it has more to do with fintech, I guess. Because look, as much as I hate saying this, in the metaverse, central bank digital currency will be an ideal fit in comparison to cryptocurrency and blockchain. So if you want to build a fintech app, that helps users in metaverse to go and utilize central bank digital currency or even fiat currency that'll be an absolute game changer merging it with web 3.0 i really am not sure if that would be feasible at least in the next coming decade after a few decades as we have new cryptography methods and if we are able to solve the blockchain dilemma problem then we can talk about cryptocurrencies to be utilized in the metaverse those are some areas i can think of other than that podcasting is definitely a cool place isn't it you can probably create a podcast focusing purely on artificial intelligence. Or Ryan or any of the listeners, if you want to collaborate or want to go ahead and finance or collaborate on any small project, drop me an email to infoblockchaindxp.com. But definitely an interesting question. And that's about all, guys. I'm the Ask Me Anything Season Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, 
drop me an email to infoblockchaindxp.com, check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com, and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five star rating, and share the word across. And remember, guys, Monday to Thursdays. 8am to 8.30am, we have crypto and coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse, and how the series of episodes under crypto and coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world, the other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse, and what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a nice one. Bye-bye.